What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, what's happening out there? Welcome in once again. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place to get your sports gambling information. We're going to chat week 11 football here. Let's welcome in our guy. What's happening? I'm not good at imitations, but try to guess what this is. Beep. 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 Is that the ATM dispensing chips for mm, you? Even better. The Brinks security truck backing up. <laughs> Week 11, did we rock and roll? I think I, I told you before, I was with my, my brother-in-law up in uh, Tahoe one time, and he doesn't go very big. He was... He's doing like five bones a bet. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. We were at the, it was like a William Hill, like sports book. And he did like three $5 bets. And the guy just kind of looks at him. He's like, bringing it today, honey. He's like, I know. Back up the Brinks truck. (laughs) He's like, dude, those don't, that doesn't even buy a beer. You can't even buy a beer for one of your bets. No. (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, you know, it was a good week, and you got to celebrate the good weeks. You really do because it's super hard. I mean, we went five, one, and one, and actually quite possibly six and one for a lot of people because of the college best bet. I marked it down as a tie because we gave it out as three, but um, I, later on in the week, it got to three and a half, the Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Now, I watched uh, that game. That was a good game. Uh-huh. Um, so five, one, and one, or six and one, but... uh I think a lot of people got drilled. I mean, at least some of the big names um, that I'll follow, I, I know they got waxed. And uh, it's been a difficult season for a lot of people. So you got to celebrate. Um, and I apologize. I meant to bring in the, the year record up to date. Um, we're still doing pretty good. I'll, I'll have that next week. Yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of the underdogs did well last weekend. So, you know, if you, if you, everyone thought like the Cowboys were going to bring it and, you know, Aaron and Tom aren't necessarily doing as well as they normally do, except Tom did bring it in Germany. And Aaron was the best better of ours, and mm. he came through for us. That's large. Yeah, that was a good game. I, uh, I, you know, Aaron's badass. I think, like, if they said, hey, start your squad right now, we're going to go out and play one game. Who's your quarterback? I'm going with Aaron. He just balls. Like, Dude, I couldn't even like. Well, you've seen it in years past when he has like good receivers and stuff around him. I mean, he's he dominates. I mean, these guys he's throwing to right now. Wow. Well, though Watson had a good game. Well, yeah. I mean, just not much experience though. They that Watson guys dropped a small amount over the season, but he came to play. That was legit. Well, what what really does it is that the two headed running attack opens it up for any quarterback. They they just ran the ball at him. Yeah, how would you like to stand in front of AJ Dillon when he's coming at you? <laughs> no, that guy's legs are teeny. Did you see Aaron Jones do the uh Marshawn crotch grab <laughs> when he jumped up and back? And, yeah, and Aaron Jones when he when he throws on those glasses when he's on the sidelines, those sunglasses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually they those two were the captains, right? Because at overtime, we're sitting there watching it with our sons, and I've never really paid attention when A.J. Dillon has his helmet off, and I said to my sons, I go, wow, that guy doesn't really look like a football player. Um, 
I mean, he looks like more like a, a professor. <laughs> he's yeah. kind, he's kind of like balding, and it's like if you just looked at his head. Of course, if you looked at his body, and the guy's teeny, but just his head, he just doesn't look like a like a baller. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but they brought it. Yep. And Dak, you know, when Dak feels the heat in those big moment games, it's a, it's a different ball game. It sure is. It sure is. We'll get to the Cowboys a little bit later. I wanted to. Uh, I haven't talked to you since you went to the uh, Warriors-Kings game the other night, hoops game. Mm, yeah. Um, so my oldest, it was his birthday present. So we were we were sitting on the Warriors tickets for a couple weeks, so he was juiced. Right. And uh, Steph, Steph does that early routine. You know, he goes out like 45 minutes before, before the real warm-up start, and he works with one of the coaches. So I was like, let's try to get there and watch that because that'd be cool for him to, to check out. So we got in early, and you kind of see, like, five minutes later, Steph came out with, with the coach. I'm like, oh, let's go check it out. Mm-hmm. So as you and I have done through the years, we kind of weasel the way down <laughs> <laughs> to, to, like, the first couple rows. And all these kids and, and other fan seekers, like, we're kind of over by where he exits and enters. I'm like, let's just go down by these um, behind the hoop here, and we'll kind of just scooch on over. So we watched him for like a half hour do his thing, and he barely misses. Really? I mean, it was sweet to watch him warm up. So I'm like, let's kind of, you know, we'll try to get you in here for an auto or something when he's leaving. So I was in prime position, like seat 1A. <laughs> and and uh, as Steph kind of gets up and starts coming, I'm like, oh, nice. Let's scoot over. The security guard kind of steps in front of him, my son. I'm like, oh, because I want him to sign like his chest. Yeah, and everyone else starts handing over their like cards and their jerseys. They took them off. I'm like, oh, we should have taken it off. But by then, it was like too late. He scooted down, so we missed out on the auto. But he was like two feet away from him. Did he? Uh, did he sign autos? He did. He probably signed like twelve. Really? Um, and then the security guard was like, "Hey, you know, people are kind of leaning over on the the fence here for safety reasons, Steph. We uh, we can't have you hang out too long. Come on, guy." But the other dudes, you know, come and go out and like like this one guy, Jamichael Green, signed for him. Um, but most of them just bounce. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm surprised, Steph. That's sweet, Steph. Stuck around. No, like yeah, he he's cool. I mean, he he pays attention to the kids and he tries to get the kids too because I think some of those other guys are like autograph hounds that want to resell them. Right. So lit. he tries to hook the kids up. <laughs> <laughs> Big lit. Yeah, and it was perfect too. There was a couple dudes, like a Kings fan and a Warrior fan. They were adults. They were like pushing each other on accident one of them didn't like the other one and the kings or the warrior fan called the kings fan like hey man take your resale tickets elsewhere <laughs> so it, it created like a little melee with security that we had a perfect spot i'm like well you didn't get the auto but you got like two feet away from him yeah you got to see him club close how early did you get to the game like an hour an hour before yeah oh, that's not that bad no it was good watch warm-ups um the Kings actually beat the Warriors, so but everyone played. You know, nowadays you don't know who's going to suit up with this load management stuff. Well, I know the Kings won, and I know what the line was because I won with them. Kings plus four, and I take the Kings every time they play the War Dogs. And I don't know it for for exact number, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be safe here and say that they've covered eight out of the last ten. Like the Kings fired up for the Warriors. It's like the big brother playing the little brother. Big time. The Warriors are like, wow, worry about it. We're almost trying here. You know, we'll save this for the playoffs. Where the Kings are like, dude, we haven't been to the playoffs in twenty five years. We're gonna try to take it to it. So FYI, take the Kings every time they play the War Dogs, <laughs> home or away. Yeah. 
So it was fun. Good experience. Nice. Well, and I could you know, I could see up into the booth behind us. There was like a box, and I could see the Niner game was on. Um, because we had like a night, it was a night game. But I was like, oh, Niners Chargers going on up there. You know, what's the score? Right. Well, that was another one we had never in doubt, by seven, the way. Seven and a half Chargers were getting. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and then it moved up to eight um, closer to game time. And I heard, you know, all kinds of the experts taking the nines and stuff. And once again, I like when I hear that because if even if like the so-called experts, like if they like the same pick I do, I'm like, we're in trouble here. I like when people are going the other way, but then the line started moving more. I'm like, what am I missing here? And I watched the whole game, obviously, and it was never in doubt. I mean, the charge, you know, probably should have won the ball game, but stupid coaching as usual, clock management, but the seven and a half gets serious. Yeah. Um, there's one thing that I want to talk about before I forget. So, um, someone by the name of in Zona, E E E N D Zona in zone. In Zona, get it? The, mm-hmm. the person probably went to U of A. Yep. They gave us a nice review, and we appreciate that. So um, send us a note at score at boltbrady.com, and we'll shoot you a bolt hat. But not only that, I want to give props out to In Zona here. So in his review, um, he mentioned you know a few things, um, <laughs> and he said that we don't we never give props to to U of A. So it made me in Zona um, take a look and see who they were playing that night. The one thing that I knew up until this point of reading your reviews, I just know that they score a ton of points and they give and they give up a ton of points. So they were playing UCLA that night, and UCLA was giving them twenty and a half. And I go, whoa! I'm just looking for reasons to fade UCLA, and I know. U of A scores a lot. I'm like, dude, I'll take the 20 and a half. Get serious. And U of A beat them mm-hmm. outright. So in Zona, thanks for bringing it to my attention. I got some chippers from it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the W. Yep. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that was interesting, Friday night I went to the local high school playoff game, and unfortunately the Xbox play has trickled down to the high school level. Wow, was it incredible. It was early in the game, and the um, the opposition was down 7-0, and they had the, it, was, it was first quarter, okay? They're on their own 20-yard line. It's fourth and three, and they go for it. Doesn't happen. The home team gets it, goes up 14-0, and good night. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Incredible, these play calling. I mean... The analytics, that shit's not going to happen for off. I mean, I get it. I'm with you. I'm a numbers guy. But th- some of these plays, like, analytics doesn't factor in momentum. And- well, yeah, it drives me nuts in the NFL. I mean, the the Bills game, what great game, Bills-Vikings. And it was fourth and, you know, two or whatever. And they, they were inside the 15, and they, they went for it instead of taking the three points. Which team? The Bills. Oh, yeah. This was in regulation, uh, and they didn't get it. Yeah, no, that game was... Honestly, I don't even like talking about that game. That game pissed me off so bad. Well, it was a good game to watch, though. Well, yeah. I mean, literally, the Vikings had one timeout left, and the Bills had the ball in their own one-yard line in regulation, and all they had to do was run two plays. Because they'd run the first play, and then Minnesota would take a timeout, and they couldn't stop it after that. And Josh fumbles in the end zone. I mean, that was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I, I like the just try to get it to him and plow the pile forward. At the, I'd rather have him 
maybe roll out a little bit and look for a tight end, or then he runs it with some momentum because he can throw it away. Yeah. I mean, that was just, it was a bad snap. Well, dude, you think you could at least get the snap. All he needs to do is fall forward. He doesn't care if he gets any yards or anything. He can't even get that. I mean, clean it up. I mean, his record actually, you know, people are, people are hyping it up. Um, and, you know, I've, I've sat here and said that he's unreal. It's just him, him and one score games. He's like two and seven the last two years. The only person that's worse is like Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So, it was uh, a lot of the red zone problems. It's the most picks in the red zone. It's like four. Yeah, that's terrible. So some people were kind of speculating, is it because um, Dable left him to take the Giants job? Like, <laughs> you know, just because the coaching, they get in their ear, they kind of reel them in. And is Ken Dorsey not not quite as good as getting in his head? Or, or you know, they're fun. They're a great team. But well, they, they, they need to get it together for how much everyone thinks they could run away at the Super Bowl. Well, I hear you. What other game did stuck out to you there? That was the, that was the most exciting game, you know, if maybe of the season so far. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I was so pissed at that game. I took the Dolphins, too, and they, they handled the Browns pretty well. Oh, nice job. Um, that I actually would have gone the other way on that one. Um, but yeah, Miami's rolling. Yeah. Well, so first, you know, we're both doing the Circa 1 million contest. You, you had kind of warned me, don't take lines that are on the even three because those turn into ties, you know, in terms of trying to move up the leaderboard. So I did like Tom, but he was at minus three in the Germany game. Yeah. So I took him separately, but not for Circa. And then, um, what else do we, oh, oh. Well, someone someone asked me what I thought about the Colts Raiders game. I took the Colts. <laughs> well, you got lucky because they put Matt Ryan in like as a late ad. Yeah, which is interesting because you thought you know from what had been leaked, they said Ursay had put him to the bench because he didn't want to give him these roster bonuses later in the year. Yeah. So, you know, he hires Jeff Saturday and Saturday's like, well, then you got to let me do what I want to do here. I guess. I mean, but is that embarrassing for the Raiders? No head coaching experience. I mean, they pulled him out of the ESPN booth. Yep. And then the offensive coordinator, the only thing he's coordinated is an Xbox game against his cousin. (laughs) I mean, he literally has no experience calling plays in the NFL and they beat the Raids. Yeah, there's some head coaches on that staff, though. Like, you know, I said John Fox and, <laughs> and Gus Bradley. No, I know. But, I mean, I don't know if they're helping call on the plays. I mean, that was that's just embarrassing. Once again, though, you get the ball to Devontae, and that guy balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he gets the ball in his hands, it's, it's exciting, to say the least. But, you know, the Raids, and we might as well jump it on into this week, the Raids go into Denver. And I mean, Denver's bueno. They're they're tough to watch, man. Their O line is, I mean, it's Folsom Penitentiary jailbreak when he <laughs> says hike. It is good looking. I mean, Russ has got no time, but they play these raids. And did you see Derek Carr do the the, uh, the emotion? After, yeah, the after the game, and I think he was kind of knocking his players right. He's, He's like, just like, I, you know, no, I mean, he kind of was saying, you know, I don't know, a lot of you don't know what goes on behind the scenes, like what we have to take and, and do to our bodies to be ready for practice and come game day. And then Devante kind of insinuated, I don't know how many of us are on board with, with putting everything into this. Okay. Well, so that's not a good sign for starters. And then you go into Denver, which earlier this year, <clears throat> they've already played each other. 
And earlier this year, the the Raiders won thirty two twenty three. And if you remember, that's when the raid or the Broncos were driving, and Melvin Gordon fumbles, and the Raiders take it back to the house. But um, anyway, the Broncos at home minus the two and a half. I mean, the car does not have Waller or Renfro. I mean, two of his main targets always got is Devontae. And the Broncos have like a top three defense in the NFL. We'll take the Broncos minus the two and a half here. Best bet. Yeah, it's it's going to be a close game. I mean, most of these Raider games are close. They're just uh, they're zero and six in these one score games. So the Broncos do have a great defense. They I took them against the Titans, and their defense kept them in it. Oh yeah, and, and then they just couldn't get it done down in the red zone either. And let's talk about no defense. The Raiders gave up four hundred and fifteen yards to the Colts. So if there's a game the Bronx might be able to get on track, it's this one. But under a field goal at home in a divisional game, get serious. Mm. Russ, let's get after it, buddy. (laughs) He would if he could. They're not very well organized there either. No, I mean, like I said, I was watching the O-line. I mean, dude. If you got no time, it's real, real tough. Yeah, I, that that's going to be a, a coin flip one for me. <laughs> I just I've taken the Raiders too many times. I got to take a breather, but I would actually lean with the Raiders one more time. <laughs> no way. Yeah, not without those. Not with those injuries. Holy cow, that's incredible. What What's Denver doing to impress you? I mean, well, that, that was coming off of a bye week. I know Tennessee's good. It was at home, and, and their defense is good. Right. I mean, you said it all right there. You said it off a of bye week. Tennessee's good. They're slightly underrated. I mean, what game do you like this week, though? Huh. Um, well, what do I have here? I, you know, Buffalo, I think, is going to bounce back here. They're back at home with Cleveland coming to town. The line's a little big, but it's it's eight and a half right now. I'd take the Bills here to bounce back. Really? It's one of your best ones, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, New England is the Jets are coming to town. Yep, yep. Uh, they're minus three and a half. I think it might even be three. Yeah, um, I'll I, take Belichick here. Yeah, I mean Wilson slightly has issues going against Bill and the defense there. I, I have nothing against that one. Um, you know what? Did you watch the uh, the Buccaneers game in Germany? Yeah, when I got up, um, it was, I mean it's a six thirty start for us, but you know I, I was in. I caught the end of the first half, I think. Right. Well, so that was pretty cool. The people in Germany were firing it up. Juiced. They They, were singing and stuff. It was like a John Denver song. But uh, I don't know if people know in Germany what 409 is, (laughs) but they got one there. (laughs) Holy cow. Might be one of the worst 409s of the year. Okay. Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator for the Bucks. I mean, he's struggling a little bit anyway. He's got Tom to mask everything. He decides to have his 45-year-old quarterback line up out at wide receiver and then have Fournette Fournette get the direct snap, roll right, and decide to throw it back to Tom. Yeah. Showtime. Dude, he he had him out wide earlier, and it didn't happen. Mm. Um, I don't Mm. know. Maybe there's a timeout or something. But then they brought back the formation. And I'm like, what is going on here? I mean, Tom, 45 years old. This guy's really going to be flying by people. You know, he, he he'd have to be left alone. And then you wide know, open. Someone like Fournette gets so excited that they're told they can throw it one time. They just chuck it up, no matter if they see someone back there or not. Oh my god! And they were about to put the game away. You know, they were down like on the 20 yard line. That they were on the Seahawks 20 yard line. I mean, 
biggest clean it up of all time. Like if you're the owner right there, you pick up the bat phone that goes down to the sidelines and you go, Byron, how's it going, buddy? Pack the bags. Your peace out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the that turf looked a little different too. It looked a little slippery just throughout the game. Oh. And then Tom Tom took the spill. They're lucky that it wasn't like an ACL or something. I know. Listen, just keep Tom in the pocket. Give him two and a half seconds, and that's it. Okay, Byron? Wow. He's acting like he's Justin Fields or Lamar out there. Let's split him outside. Yeah, the that soccer turf's not used to these dudes that weigh like the 300 <laughs> to, to 260, <laughs> pushing off a little faster. <laughs> right. So I think they said some of the guys had to change cleats at half to the thicker spike. Oh, really? You think they'd have that figured out before the game right, starts? Right, when you're warming up. I think as they get going, there's like, hey, I'm slipping every time I cut. Oh, wow. But yeah, that was that was more dangerous. Than, and then plus the pick, you're kind of giving them some momentum. Oh, dude. That's why we 409 spray it down, Byron. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, what about Cincy coming off the bye? They're on the road at Pitt. Okay. Well, um, I had Pitt in the in the circuit contest, which was nice. They were getting two and a half, and and they beat the Saints twenty to ten. So, if people remember the first game of the season, Pitt played Cincinnati. That's when JJ Watt was back. By the way, he's back again. That's legit. And that's when Cincinnati turned the ball over five times, missed a field goal, missed an extra point. I mean, everything went Pitt's way. We had them. It was actually a best bet. I remember back to week one. Now, what are you seeing as the line? Is it the five or something? Four and a half, Cincy, and it's in Pittsburgh. All right, in Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh's got a little momentum going here. Cincinnati still has some offensive line things they need to work on. TJ's back. That guy's a joker, as we talk about, but... We're going to do what we did last week. Last week, our teaser was Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Fortunately, we didn't even need the points. Both those guys got the W straight up. We're going to move Pitt to 10.5 again this week. And get ready on the other side. We got my boy, Lamar. Mm -hmm. He pays Carolina, and that squad is bueno. Mm -hmm. Almost matters if you bring Baker in or not, because he's starting now. Let's move the Ravens down to 6.5. And we got Pitt at the ten and a half. Let's play some ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baker's getting thrown back in there. Well, have fun. I mean, when when the Ravens play the shitty teams, I mean, they just take it out on them. And Lamar's Lamar's at home. They're starting to get uh, in better health. That should be a boat race. I might even take the um, Ravens in the circuit contest minus the twelve and a half. Mm. Yeah, that's how much confidence I have in them. Yeah, there's some interesting ones here. Um, Dallas is going to Minnesota. That's a lean on Dallas for me, and I don't normally take Dallas because there's usually not much value with them because they're the Cowboys. You know, they usually shade the other team some extra, you know, points or a half point or so. But Minnesota, I mean, this luck has got to run out here pretty soon, and this is getting to be incredible. Plus, the Cowboys need the game way more than the Vikings. They're favored on the road, one and a half, Yep, the Cowboys. I'd lean with the Cowboys. I'll tell you a game that I really like here that's probably flying under the radar a little bit is uh, the Giants versus Detroit. Detroit mm-hmm. Lions. What are you showing there for a line? Minus three, the Giants at home. Right. So I like the Detroit Lions here, but really let's, yep. Let's wait till it gets to the three and a half. There's no way it goes down any further. Okay. Let's wait for the three and a half, but I'll take it even at the three. So the Giants played Houston this last week and the box score was misleading. It says 24 to 16, 
But Houston, are you ready for this stat? They were one for six in the red zone. That is showtime. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to win loads of ball games when you're one for six in the red zone. Oh, and let's tack on that they had two turnovers and they were three for 10 on third downs and they only lost by eight. Detroit, as we all know, can put points on the board. Let's get ready to ball. Mm. Yep. Yeah, Detroit, uh, they get down, they come back, they can put some points up for sure. Mm-hmm. In fact, they played uh, the Bears this last week and, and they won 31 to 30. And I saw a stat the Bears have scored 29 points or more the last three games in a row, but they have three L's to show for it. Yeah. That game, uh, they missed, the Bears missed a PAT that should have gone to overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had the Bears, if you can't tell. Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy how Fields is getting loose and running for so many yards oh, here. I know he had over 150 again. Yeah. I mean, you got to give props to the, uh, offensive coordinator. I don't know why he didn't know this coming in. You know, he was trying to make him this drop back right away. It's clearly one of his best assets, but they're not always designed though. I mean, they are, they are drop backs and then he'll, he'll make a dude miss his Jersey and he kind of gets going for like 30 yards or something. Yeah. Yep. So he's given Bears a little life, but they're just not getting the dubs. And, you know, that was the only loss that we had last week as the best bet. And as the week went further along, I was like, gosh darn it, because the Bears aren't good enough to give to give points. You know, let's take them as the dog, not the favorite. Um, and in fact, they're uh, the dog this week. They travel into Atlanta. They're getting what, three or three and a half? Three. Okay, I think I heard three and a half on the radio coming up here. But um, anyway, uh, that'd be a that'd be a lean with the Bears. Uh, Mariota, it's people are starting to finally figure it out again that he's mostly the runner. Yeah, but they lost to you know it'll be like ten day break there because they lost to Carolina by the time they kick it off here again. Mm, right, but yeah, that early season. I mean, they had the lead in the NFC South there, which was nuts. Yeah, I know. Not for long. Nope, here comes Tommy, mm-hmm. and uh, they're healthy again, too. That was the other thing. Um, the reason why we like the Bucks is because they're healthy again. What do you think? Uh, Philly finally went down last night, you know? They sure did against our best better because of my boy, Big Heineke. Woo! Nine and three career, or last 12 against the spread, I think. Is he? Yeah. Nine and nine straight up. I know that for a fact. Um, that was legit. I mean, dude, the guy slightly brings it. You always want the guy that tries and, you know, he obviously has a chip on his shoulder because, you know, he's always been looked down upon, but you can tell the team rallies around him. It was legit. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, he's been a journeyman and he's been like signed and cut by like four other NFL teams. And he was in the, the XFL there for a second. And I saw a clip. Someone's like, let's bring this guy back tonight. And it was like, it was an XFL win. And they were in like the locker room and it looked like it was Keystone light beer or something. And they like, (laughs) they poked the holes at the bottom and he took two, he took two on at once and like slammed them. He's like, yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) Did he go to Chico state? Pretty much. He knows how to do the boat races. I like it. He went went to ODU old dominion. Yeah. Wow. What a random school. Mm hmm. That's crazy. I mean, just think when that guy's trying to make squads, they're like, what team did you play for? He's like, Old Dominion. They're like, is that a junior college? Yeah, I think he he had a good high school career, I think, in Georgia. He was he was a stud. So I'm sure he he's did. He's just scrappy, six-foot dude, but good for him. Yep. And they ran the ball really well, so that helped. Uh, the commanders did. I saw that. 
Terry McLaurin, um, his his uh, throw percentage goes way up when Heineke's in. Like he's, uh, I mean, he's a stud on the field, McLaurin. But he's he seems like a real good dude when they interview him and stuff too. Oh, really? They talk to him afterward and uh, just well spoken, kind of says the right things. And they asked him, you know, about the quarterback switch, and he he's like, I'm good with either. But obviously, Heineke can get things going with some momentum right now. But just seemed like a good guy. And then they showed the locker room, and Rivera was getting choked up about the win. Really? And he had to step out of the room. And you'd kind of think maybe the quarterback would step in and say something, and McLaurin was the first guy to step in. Huh. Like, all right, guys, you see what that means to coach here. Let, let's bring it in. Why, I wonder why he got choked up over this W so much. I don't know. I mean, there's a, they were undefeated. There's a lot going on with the commanders behind the scenes, I'm sure. Oh, that's right. The owner and. I didn't factor that in there. Rivera beat cancer. I mean, he's a lot going on this last couple of years. For those people that wonder if there's ever been a team that's gone undefeated in the NFL, there's one. Do you know the year, little brother? The, the Dolphins, 79. Ooh, you're right on the squad. You're seven years too late. 1972 Dolphins. Yep. They went undefeated with Big Zonka. Less games. Yeah. So anyway, every year those guys light the cigar and, and get the the gym beam or whatever it is they drink, the fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they drink fireballs. That's after their time. So, but yeah, I mean, Philly's going to the Colts this week and it's, it's Philly minus six and a half. So that line came out at eight. Um it says there was a 10 here opening line. Wow. So, I mean, that thing's peace out now. Like, you know, you've lost way too much value. Um, so that, that'd be a stay away. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the Colts are ready to rock now. All right. You have any other best bets? I do. My favorite one of the weekend. <laughs> and uh, this is the third game in a row that I've either gone with them or against them. It's the second best bet for the listeners. We took uh, Lamar in Baltimore against the Saints two weeks ago on Sunday night. And then um, I personally went against the Saints this last weekend. This weekend, though, the Saints, I'm with you. Minus three at home against what we said a few weeks ago, one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Rams. I mean, is this squad bueno? Yeah, I mean, we're going with Wolford and, and Cup's probably going to miss the game. I mean, dude, if that happens, get serious. This is the game of the year. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, the, the Saints might switch to Jameis this week. Okay, well, then all bets are off if that happens. I saw last night. He's like, we, we're looking at everything. Wow, He's, that sucks. In fact, you know what? This is such a boat race. I'd maybe still even think about it with Jameis. <laughs> That's how bad the Rams are. I mean, we've got Kamara and Taysom Hill and a way better defense and you saw the crowd pump it up when they played Baltimore I mean this Rams geez are the Rams like maybe the second worst squad behind the Texans I mean they are bueno which is crazy they got waxed by the Cardinals and you know remember we that the game was a stay away from us last week before the injuries because McVay's got the Cardinals number he like he's like eight and one against them or whatever, and you know the injuries. I mean the team is bueno, and you know we were a little bit ahead of the mark on this one. How long ago did we say it? Like three weeks ago. Remember I told you last place in the NFC West. Yeah, you probably agree with me now. Well, Kyler, Kyler's dinged up. That's going to help you here a little bit. <laughs> it's going to help me here. <laughs> he's he's on my fantasy squad. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I've got no backup, so I had to bring in big Kenny Pickett last week. And that's tough. And I know people don't care about fantasy, but this shows you how serious I am about the Saints this week. Picked up big Andy Dalton to rock and roll. Yeah, he might not start, though. Well, then I'll have to go somewhere else. Well, speaking of the Rams, though, quickly, I saw um, OBJ, you know, he's you know kind of maybe leaning towards the, the Cowboys or um, another squad, but he's... He's suing um, Nike for 20 mil. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. He just said, you know, I, I kind of lived up to my end of the contract here. They owe me some chips on the back end. And someone made the point. They're like, you know, when he took the contract with the Rams, he took a big chunk of it in Bitcoin. And, oh. And Bitcoin's peace out. So he's like, I could use a little more infusion here of cash. <laughs> yeah, I need some chippers here. That's- so he might, he, <laughs> he might pick a state where they don't tax the uh, salary as much, like da- like Dallas. Yeah, he, that's when he starts calling up all his boys and goes, hey guys, remember when I paid for everything <laughs> when we went to Vegas? The jet, the clubs, can I get a few chips back? Spearmint Rhino wasn't on the house, guys. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That champagne cost nope, chips. Nope, Here's my address. Here's my Venmo. <laughs> OBJ at Venmo. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for my uh, for my pro picks. Um, normally, we come at you with the college, and on the college, we've been kind of rocking and rolling the last few weeks, but I don't want to force a play. Um, I looked at them and I really didn't like anything. So therefore, I don't want to pass anything along to you guys. But what I will pass along, um, which is awesome, is um, Cadillac Williams. Remember him? Um, he's he was a um, All American for Auburn. Yep. And he's been the running backs coach the last three years there, and now he's the interim head coach. And I watched them play against Texas A and M. Actually, bet with you, Cadillac. That was rotten. Texas A and M's terrible. Everyone, they've lost six in a row. Cadillac's energy, though, if you get a chance to watch Auburn, it's so awesome. He's fired up on the sidelines. He's just so pumped to be a part of Auburn and super cool. So Cadillac, props to you, buddy. Let's keep her going. Yeah, they need to turn that program around. They've got the money. Right. Okay, just recap recap those NFL ones with the teaser. Yep, yep. Good call. Let's recap it here. So the Bronx, minus the two and a half against the Raiders. And then Detroit, we're waiting for the three and a half with the Giants. And then the bet that I like the most, uh, especially if Dalton plays, I mean, and if Cubs out, get serious. It's literally the play of the year so far. Saints minus three. And then the teaser, let's win another teaser this week. Pitt plus 11, Ravens minus six and a half. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, week 11, that'll do it here. Don't forget Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks for the updates, and we keep things coming there for you throughout the week. And also those reviews on Apple Podcasts hook us up. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. See ya.